Good evening. Our top story tonight in India decides at 9 o'clock. The Prime Minister, Dr. Manmohan Singh, today delivered one of his most impassioned speeches in Parliament in his vote of thanks on the President's address. Dr. Manmohan Singh said that the BJP would be defeated in the 2014 elections, taking them on with a direct attack on L.K. Advani's description as Iron Man and a reminder of what happened in the last elections. Dr. Singh said he is confident this will happen again in 2014. The BGP's response, the Prime Minister is unusually aggressive today, but the candle burns brightest before it is extinguished. In 2009, they fielded the Iron Man, the one is against the land that Manmohan Singh is, and we all know what was the result. I am, I am convinced that if the people of India were to look at our record in these nine or ten years, they would repeat what they did in 2009. Used the choicest abuses for the Congress establishment, the Congress leadership, and including myself. It is, it is not my intention to reply them in that language because I do believe that our work and our performance are the best that we have Madam, with regard to Poverty in the UPA period, poverty declined at an average annual rate of 2% per annum. In the preceding 10 years, the decline was no more than 0.8%. हमारी मजबूरी ये है कि आप इस देश के साथ बेवफाई कर रहे हैं, इसलिए हम आपके प्रति वफादार नहीं रह सकते। तुम्हें वफा याद नहीं, हमें जफा याद नहीं। जिंदगी और मौत के दो ही तो तराने हैं एक तुम्हें याद नहीं एक हमें याद नहीं We'll move now to our big debate on the show tonight The cabinet will tomorrow discuss amendments to the criminal law which will lower the age of consent for sexual relations from 18 to 16 This just a year after law was passed to protect children from sexual abuse which specified the age at 18 Does this reflect the reality of India today join our special debate First, let's go across uh, tonight. Joining me exclusively is the additional Solicitor General of India, Indra Jaising, who's of course uh, campaigned for women's rights extensively in her legal career. Do you support this? Because the recent ordinance introduced by the government, of course, did not lower the age of sexual consent. They've apparently changed their mind. Uh, well, first of all, uh, let me make it very clear that as of now, there is no cabinet decision. Mm -hmm. Uh, my understanding is the cabinet is likely to meet tomorrow and uh, the proposal will be moved by the Home Ministry before the cabinet tomorrow. So we are still talking about uh, an issue which is not conclusively decided. Yes. On the other issue, whether I support it, uh, my answer is yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, my reasons are that after the age of 16, it's quite normal biologically for people to have sex with each other. 
uh, it's just human and uh, what one has to safeguard against is that it is not something that happens without consent because if it does it then becomes an act of rape so on the question whether the uh, there is a change of mind uh, between the ordinance and the proposed new law as i said first we have to wait for the proposal yes. but uh, in my uh, knowledge to my knowledge the process has been participatory between the time the ordinance was issued and mm -hmm. the cabinet meeting is to take place i'm aware that a lot of women's groups have actively been participating in this process and i have to say that i'm pleased about the fact that the government did actually engage with them so yes. if there's a change it's part of this process of discussion just uh, but however two three points is raised is because in india i think uh, defining when someone is mature enough to take decisions as an adult in a sense because i think uh, by lowering the age of sexual consent it does imply that uh, both uh, are adult enough to take that decision the question of course uh, in the context of the recent delhi gang rape when we know that one of the accused is seen as a juvenile or uh, too young to be tried for his crime even though he is 17 and a few months the government has stood firm that the juvenile age for crime should not come down from 18 to 16 we know also child marriage is only legal at 18 drinking in many states is only legal at 25 voting is only legal at 18 doesn't that imply complete confusion and the message that is being sent out by the by the indian uh, law in a sense of w when you are adult okay uh let me tell you there is nothing like having a uniform age at when you can take a decision this is not about being an adult it's about when you can take a decision now this varies from subject matter to subject matter you can vote at a particular age that is the issue of civil and political rights when it comes to having sex let me tell you as the law stands today there's nothing unlawful about a person above the age of 16 having sex with another person uh with consent all right so what you need to understand that you're dealing with an issue of biology over here and if biologically a person is fully sexually mature at the age of 16 and has sex after the age of 16 with consent if you raise the age to 18 you are going to be creating an army of criminals between the age of 16 to 18 we all know that it is an age group in which people do experiment with their sexuality and to say that this activity should become criminal it simply doesn't make any sense as i said you'll have an army of criminals running around the country and you won't know what to do with them every second person will have to be prosecuted okay. even if they say that we had sex with consent please hear me out now this is as far as the age of consent is concerned mm -hmm. you can give consent to different activity at different ages uh in your life it doesn't have to be a uniform age there's nothing like just a uniform age of consent now when it comes to the issue of marriage let me tell you you're right in saying that the marriage act puts down 18 mm -hmm. at the age at which you can get married but remember one thing if a marriage takes place below the age of 18 it is not declared void and right? that's one of the two complaints it's complete. still the marriage please hear me out no 
it, no, no filing of complaints. It is not a void marriage. Okay. In other words, it remains a legal, a binding marriage, a marriage which creates obligations between two people. Although the law says 18 is the age of marriage. Mm -hmm. So there's no comparison. And in any case, you have people getting married below the age of 18. Obviously, they're indulging in sexual activity with each other. So there's absolutely no reason whatsoever to suggest that after the age of 16 and between 18, uh, you're asking people to be abnormal. You're asking people to be biologically defunct if you say that they should not have sex between 18, no. between 16 and 18. Even, but even and that, the, I think, is the most important reason. No, but I take... I, Why? But the only point I wanted to make on the issue of child marriages, yes, you were saying that the marriage may not be void of certain rights, but isn't it contradictory if you say you can have sexual consent at 16, but you can't by law or you shouldn't by law get married till 18? I mean, if it does happen, okay, it won't be declared void, yeah. but it's not considered the, in, the, in important, the same... Yes. The, import, the important word you used here is should not, Okay. The, the fact of the matter is that a person even today is marrying under the age of 18 and the, that person's marriage is not invalid. All right. I could have understood if you had said that any marriage which takes place below 18 will become void. It doesn't. So, uh, so there are, and, and moreover, you know, the consequences mm -hmm. of sexual activity between 16 and 18 are not necessarily the same as the consequences of getting married. There are certain responsibilities attached to marriage which don't necessarily attach to a situation between 16 and 18. So I'd like to return to the issue of normal biological activity. What I would like to say is how can anybody make illegal what is natural? That's the whole point. Well, though, of course, this did actually happen last year. It is currently the law, unless it gets changed when you go by the Protection of Child Abuse Act, that the current law does say right. the age of consent right. is 18. So that is I, currently absolutely. what's actually happening. But I just... I agree. Uh, look, can you, can you just give me a moment, please? Yes. When you say current law, uh, we've had the Indian Penal Code for more than a century now, and it was not the current law. Mm -hmm. It became current law only in 2012. And I'd like you to know that even in 2012, when the law was being drafted, there was considerable debate on this issue. And there were many people, many organizations, including official governmental organizations, right. which did not agree with raising the age from 16 to 18. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's been a contested issue since the time it was introduced as recently as in 2012. Right. Now, in the proposed new law, mm -hmm. if they do bring down the age, uh, if they do retain, I would say, the age at 16, mm -hmm. as it exists in the Indian Penal Code, obviously amendments to the sexual abuse law will also have to be made. Mm -hmm. That, I agree, will be a contradiction. You can't have two laws on the table. Yes. One made in 2012, which puts the age at 18, and another made in 2013, which puts the age at 16. Yes. So my understanding is, if the cabinet tomorrow does decide to bring the age down to 16, mm -hmm. consequential changes will have to be made in the child sexual abuse law as well.
Indra Jaising, uh, thank you for joining us and uh, clarifying many of the issues that arise out of this uh, current uh, note, which will be presented for the before the cabinet tomorrow. Thank you very much. I'll also now introduce the rest of my panel. Joining me this evening is Harish Salve, former Solicitor General of India. Also with me in the studio is Pinky Anand of the BJP Legal Cell, also advocate of the Supreme Court. I'm also joined by Nina Nayak, member of the National Commission for Protection of uh, Children's Rights. And I'm also joined by uh, Nishi Pandey, former, uh, Professor Nishi Pandey, formerly of the Lucknow University. Mr. Harish Salve, uh, well, lawyer to lawyer, you heard Indra Jaising. They make an eloquent argument for why this is necessary, that the age uh, of sexual consent must be lowered. The larger question, of course, of the many contradictions at different ages for different things currently on the law books in India. What is your reaction, sir, to this uh, government uh, change of heart in a sense? See, I am a little worried, not so much about the decision, because I think that's a matter which requires a lot more thorough debate and discussion and research mm -hmm. before we lower ages like this. I'm worried about this decision-making process which smacks of idocism. You have a marriage law which says you should not marry till you're 18. Le let's park the issue of whether or not a marriage which is below the age of 18 is declared void or not void. The mm -hmm. public policy in India, because laws are public policy. Mm -hmm. Public policy in India is that you should not, you cannot get married before the age of 18. So are you trying to say that if you are sexually active, then please have premarital sex till 18 and then get married. Mm -hmm. I mean, th that, that's a very wrong message. The second problem which I have is, I heard what Indira Jaising said, and much as I have great deference for our views in this subject, in, in the Western world, we know for a fact that children now get, a large number of children get sexually active at 14. Mm -hmm. So should we now reduce the age of uh, consent to 14? To say that this, you are preventing legitimate sexual activity between 16 and 18, I thought the first thing to change is then the age of marriage. I mean, you're, you're not old enough to drive a car, you're not old enough to get married, but your biological needs have to be catered to and therefore you have to lower the age of consent. You know, this, this is such a sensitive issue. And secondly, uh, mm -hmm. I have a, another major problem. Yes. A lot of these laws are being made metrocentric. Mm -hmm. We are seeing children in the metros and making these laws. These laws have to cater to India. And I don't think we have got sufficient data on which such major sociological changes are being made. In fact, interesting, let me bring in Professor Nishi Pandey here because we had the data for, say, Uttar Pradesh. And this is one uh, worrying figure, which is, of course, on the uh, girls uh, here who are getting married below 18. So even though there's a law which says that you shouldn't get married uh, before 18, about 39% of marriages in Uttar Pradesh actually happen below the age of 18. And there's a rise in, of course, uh, teen pregnancies because of that and the maternal mortality rate. So, Professor Pandey, when you look at this, it's not really just about the issue of uh, biological needs and sexual consent. It's also about the age uh, a girl ideally should get pregnant, the high maternal mortality rate in states like Uttar Pradesh. Come in here. Harish Salvi says this decision is metrocentric. Uh, look, the point that I agree with uh, Mr. Salve is that, you know, uh, the majority of India does not live in metros. So if you're looking at Mufassil towns and you're looking like towns like uh, Lucknow and uh, Mufassil towns around it mm -hmm. and look into the depths of Uttar Pradesh, I really think that if the marriage age is 18 and if you're reducing the consensual sex age to 16, just think of a situation where a girl in class 10, which is that old, when she's required to prove just in case that she's been assaulted, that it was not consensual sex. 
So there are so many other issues. I would not like to touch on issues which the other speakers have already touched on. Mm -hmm. But I really think that reducing the age to 16 is an extremely ridiculous idea. And I think girls between 16 and 18 will feel more vulnerable and unprotected. I mean, they're getting married off. That's fine. Nobody's challenging the validity of their marriage or nobody's taking them to court for that. This law really will, rule will come really into play when they have been sexually abused or something has happened. And then now the onus will lie on the girl of class 10 instead of a girl of class 12 who is a little more mature to prove that it was not consensual sex. Let me bring in Nina so, Nayak. Uh, the uh, the yes. whole idea. That's an, no, that's an interesting angle. Let me bring in Nina Nayak of the National Commission for Protection of Children's Rights. One of the arguments made by activists to actually lower this age was because they said you're criminalizing a normal sexual activity. You'll have uh, parents, you'll have those who tout honor killing using this and you know maybe uh, taking uh, say a boyfriend and girlfriend and saying that uh, taking the boy to court and saying that this was rape because the age of consent is uh, 18. Do you think what would you say to the argument made by Professor Nishi Pandey that what happens when it's a case of sexual assault and now the boy can turn around and say well it was consensual. Say this consensual is unfettered sex with the girl and boy and is increasingly because of foreign influence, media influence, etc. There's a lot of, uh, you know, closed relationship between boys and girls. There is sexual activity. So what we are seeing is in many of our observation homes, boys are being criminal, <coughs> boys are being, you know, a lot of boys, a lot of criminal, uh, this thing added on to boys and parents, parents who are, uh, you know, parents of girls are very disturbed. They try to put some cases against the boys, kidnap case, rape cases. So we are seeing more and more boys falling into this criminal, uh, uh, you know, being uh, uh, criminally charged. That's why we, we are concerned. And it's not that the girl has to give a consent, no. So if the girl gives a consent, so there should be some, even if the case goes to court, the girl should be, they should be able to prove whether the girl has consented or not. Of course, the object of a 40-year-old man is kind of uh, trying to lure a girl and get her into sexual activity. That, of course, we cannot... Uh, nobody will accept it. But between 16 and 18, youngsters today are moving closer and closer. So there is a lot of uh, scope for boys being criminalized. And we are seeing it. If you go to some of these homes, children's homes across the country, they are called love cases. And these are young girls of 16, 17, just had some relationship with the boy. And now parents get so agitated and they try to book cases on these boys. This is what is worrying us. The, the whole argument that this is metrocentric, the question we are asking that whether this is the reality of India today, do you think it is, are we ignoring the fact that in many, uh, that around India and even in uh, cities, you've seen the clash often of cultures that you, many conservative uh, uh, backgrounds, parents coming from conservative backgrounds, uh, children or young people with very different values, but in small towns, are we taking the rest of India into account or the real India into account when you are asking for this lowering of age? Yeah, we are taking, we get cases there also because, you know, ch children go to co-education co schools, there are a relationship between them and sometimes because of caste and other, uh, other uh, concerns, parents try to, you know, try to book these boys. If they get into a consensual activity, necess not necessarily it would be a full-fledged sexual activity, we even been, you know, some fondling, something like that, or the boy and girl go out, or the boy tries to elope with the girl, it's consent, with, with the consent of the girl. So that is why we get a little worried that boys may be criminalized. This let is me, our concern. Let me get in a, a completely different view from a metro. Avnita, Avnita Beer joining me, principal of Podar School, uh, one of the most uh, well-known schools in Mumbai. Now, again, uh, Harish Salve, uh, Professor Pandey making the point 
that when we talk about cities, don't compare what happens in, say, a Delhi school or a Mumbai school with what's happening in the rest of India. Would you agree as a principal when you see young boys and girls interacting at this age? Do you think it is unfair to criminalize uh, sex at the age of 16 or would you welcome this move or what is your take as a principal? Well, I think, Sonia, that uh, 16 is a very, very impressionable age. And yes, children want to experiment. And I think by lowering the consent, uh, uh, the age, we are kind of legitimizing the experimentation. So definitely, I feel that children will be more uh, open to experimenting. They'll be more confident about doing it openly. And also, you know, for us to, uh, to uh, you know, kind of um, counsel them, they can turn around and say, but the law allows me. So I think, you know, we have to see whether these children, uh, we are giving them freedom and a freedom of choice here. But do they know that this freedom has also to come with a lot of responsibility? So um, I see a lot of danger uh, lurking in this uh, particular But isn't move. the onus, ma'am, on principals, on counsellors, on parents to educate, uh, when, uh, when, again, the word child for a 16-year-old may be uh, wrong in a sense. Isn't it the responsibility to educate them, to arm them with sex education rather than you know, tell them it's against the law. I mean, any way which young person, I think, will listen to that if right. they're in love or in a relationship. Absolutely. And I think that is why, you know, we're looking at programs like the adolescence education program or sex education for children. It's extremely important that schools uh, administer that because uh, just giving them the mandate or the sanction without educating them and without making them understand the consequences of an action, I think would be very dangerous. So um, I think schools will need to maybe uh, reach out much more to students, especially uh, if something like this happens. Uh, I think, uh, you know, the trust that parents uh, the t uh, schools have to build with the children so that they are able to talk to them and discuss if uh, you know they have a problem or, or something like that. I think that will have to be built. But definitely, we need to um, press on the point that there is being given a uh, freedom being given to them, but this freedom comes with a lot of responsibility. Let me get in. Uh, let me get in, Pinky Anand, on that. I mean, it's interesting because so, many of the different voices from completely different uh, stakeholders, in a sense. The view varies, and I think that issue uh, which we had raised with Indra Jaising as well, uh, Harish Sardi made the point just about marriage and sex, but what about deciding when a child is an old enough to take adult decisions? And I think the whole Delhi gang rape issue brought that into stark uh, focus in a sense. Police officials around the country have asked that the juvenile age for crimes like murder and rape be brought down to 16. We don't agree with that, but we agree with this. Do you see a contradiction? No, no, you see, the point is, I think, I don't understand what the government is in any case up to. You are having a situation where you are dealing with extremely sensitive issues arising really as a direct consequence of the Nirbhaya gang rape. Which was which 16, as Indra Jaising pointed out, on the, on the law books, under the IPC, it was 16, it was till 16, it was changed absolutely. a year and a half ago. Now, then, first time it is changed around to 18, and possibly that was with the viewpoint that you make it uniform. Because ultimately even marriage, when some of the speakers were talking about the fact that marriage is different from, let's say, biological needs, well, marriage age was made and came into being because of adjudication, so to say, or a judging, the biological needs, the health needs. The primary ground is that a woman is not capable of childbearing. Capable means she is biologically, but because of not health, she enough. would not be mature enough, she would not be able to take care. Her health goes down, maternal mortality goes down, the health of the mother goes down and therefore an age was put which so far has not really been challenged. So the idea was possibly to bring around a complete uniformity in these kind of standards, taking into account that the age of marriage has not been put in the Indian Penal Code. It is uh, as late as in 1956 when the <laughs> Hindu Marriage Act, for example, came into being when this age was there. If this is the situation, then how can you legalize one thing, illegalize another thing? 
and distinguish it on the ground of any other ground whether you call it biological needs you call it active age of the children mm -hmm. you know in this society we better start concentrating on the directions which we need to address where you're talking about actual assault you're talking about actual rape where you're talking about violence instead of addressing ourselves to the issue of when should children be allowed to have sex as if that is the greatest thing that happened to mankind no but harish sarve because it's the issue really of criminalizing uh, sex as uh, some have pointed out we know that for instance one of the highest crimes uh, which have risen in the age of juveniles has been rape and many have said that this is because young boys have been charged with rape when it may have been a consensual relationship so there is an aspect to look at that are you criminalizing something which shouldn't be look no that's what i want to tell you I read a very uh, interesting uh, article. We, I believe there is there are some professors from Harvard who have been asked to help the government. Mm -hmm. And what that lady said was frankly an eye opener to me. I have been, I have done work, I have spent some of our study programs. I have my daughters have studied in uh, Boston. I know what liberal atmosphere there is in Harvard, and I was very surprised to know that they presume that an act is a oppressive act. unless the boy is clearly able to establish consent mm -hmm. now the reason is she said we want to shift the onus on to boys are we talking about catering to the needs of 16 year olds or are we talking about deterring mm -hmm. boys from indulging in sex with girls who are young mm -hmm. send the message across if you if you have sex with a 16 year old you are blighted or you at least run the risk of being blighted mm -hmm. now if that message goes home to the parents of the children to the parents of the boys and to the boys it is the you're casting the onus on boys to keep their hands off so that's a very strong argument and that argument came from a professor of harvard university who's helping the government i had no, i had personally never thought of it from that point of view so now if this is a strong mm -hmm. argument then this criminalizing has a deterring effect and a positive effect on society see ultimately we have to decide in indian society considering the state of health of indian girls mm -hmm. and why say indian girls not indian metropolitan girls should we have uniformity or should a message should a leg legislative message go that well we think actually 16 plus is fine and then how does the uh, principal call and tell a 16 year old young girl that young lady please don't allow this to happen then she will feel that the the wisdom of the lawmakers is that i'm 16 is fine why is this lady principal is she trying to make her job simpler by asking me not to do this so I'll, you know I'll, I'll, this is the time where we moment. send this message in fact i'm just going to go across cuz uh, listening to you uh, harish salve are some young people from uh, bangalore maya sharma joins us with those young people and it's a heated debate uh, on college campuses amongst young people as well the cabinet again the government uh, reversing really a stand in a, which had taken an ordinance just over a month and a half ago the justice varma committee had of course recommended lowering the age to 16 maya over to you Yes that's right of course we've heard a lot of adults a lot of parliamentarians a lot of people debating about this but let's listen to what some young people here from Bangalore think about the issue themselves lowering the age of consent from 18 to 16 good idea bad idea why uh, i don't think it actually makes any kind of a difference no difference uh because you you really can't you know uh, put people into rules and you know under rules and okay. uh, expect them to follow just some robust laws which you know stops people from finding any loopholes and you know making use of it but right now it is a criminal act yes. if say at the age of 16 or 17 it's decriminalizing the act by making 16 a legitimate age for sex what what do you feel about this i think it's not right i think i i'm totally against this because i believe that 
children today especially teenagers today are very mature compared to us but still they lack the discretion to uh, decide between what is right and what is wrong okay. see suppose they do have consensual sex at 16 yeah. and the girl gets pregnant the entire burden is shifted to the parents actually okay. and the society is not ready to accept this where virginity is treated as purity in India it so still I is treated as purity so 16 is just too young for it not ready for it yet India not ready for it yet what, what are your thoughts on this 16 and 18 uh, I would personally feel that uh, 18 is the right age because okay. that's too early. 16 is considered a too early because mm -hmm. minors is what we call them. Okay. So being at 16, they're not really mature enough to decide what's right and wrong for them. Okay. So 18 should be the right age according to me. 18 should be the right age. So if, uh, let's say, a boy and a girl consensually have sex at the age of 16 or 17, should that be considered a crime? Uh, it basically depends on both of them. If, mm -hmm. if that, uh, that should not be taken under a law or a criminal law, okay. an offense. But then what I personally feel is that Depends on both of them. If they feel that is right, that is perf perfectly okay. Okay, so that should not be treated as a crime. What are your thoughts on this? I guess 18 should be the right demarcation uh, between the adulthood and the childhood. We haven't invested too much thoughts in realizing okay. that today, uh, I mean, it is, it is not going to be inevitable for anybody to molest the girl. So below 18 or above 18 should be treated uh, in the similar way. Yeah, that age doesn't come into effect. Your final thoughts? Uh, in the Western countries like the United States, uh, children are allowed to drive at the age of 16. If we can trust these kids with something as powerful as a four-wheeler, I think we should trust their decision to, on what they want to do with their bodies. Okay, so 16 is all right by you? Yes, I think it is. Okay, all right. So mixed views from the youngsters here. Should not be a criminal act, but 16 may be too young according to some of them. For others, it's fine. It's interesting, of course, uh, the divide, because you see the boys much more open, the girls perhaps being more politically correct. But also, I just want to go across, because that's an urban point of view, but let me go across to Mumbai. Now, Mumbai has amongst the highest rate of teen pregnancies in India, and this is not amongst necessarily the urban parts of the city, but also in the poorer areas where many young girls often either married off early or with the consequence of rape get pregnant. Let's just go across to Miloni Bhatt, who has some young girls with her with a different perspective. The government's decision to lower the age of consent for sexual intercourse has sparked off a debate. There are those who feel that why should one criminalize teenage sex, but there are those who believe that this will impact the fight against trafficking and it will increase in the number of cases of child abuse. Now, where we are is a very middle class or even a poor locality of Mumbai. We are here in Elphinstone and gathered around me are some of the women. We are going to try and ask them what they think about this entire story. Uh, Sarkar ne ye socha hai ki jo ladka aur ladki ke beech sabandh rakhne ka jo umre hai wo 16 saal thik hai kyunki agar pehle kaisa tha ki agar 18 saal ki kam umre ki ladki ke saath kisi ne sabandh rakha to usko rape kehte the lekin abhi kehte hain ki 16 saal tak agar aap sabandh rakhenge to usko rape nahi kahenge kya bolte hain aap ye cheez galat hai galat hai ये गलत इसलिए है क्योंकि 16 साल की बच्ची को कोई अकल नहीं होती उसका डिसीजन के लिए उसके मां-बाप को उसके लिए और अगर बच्चा या बेटी या बेटा अपने घर पे जिद करते हैं या उसको मनवाने की कोशिश करते हैं तो पेरेंट्स को चाहिए कि उनको समझाया और उसके लिए इक्वल टाइम लेने चाहिए कम उम्र में लड़की के किसी ने फसाया तो हम लोग किधर जाएंगे वो गलत ही होगा ना एक बात बताइए अगर आपको कोई लड़का पसंद है आपकी उम्र 16 17 साल की है लड़के की उम्र 16 17 साल की है और अगर आपको शादी करनी है संबंध रखना है तो अगर लोग आपके ऊपर दबाव डालेंगे तो आपको अच्छा लगेगा नहीं नहीं बिल्कुल भी नहीं अच्छा लगेगा तो आपको आपको मतलब जो चाहिए वो चाहिए 
चाहिए हाँ जो चाहिए वो हम पसंद तो हमको चाहिए वो जो चाहिए वो पसंद चाहिए तो फिर ये कैसे करेंगे आंटी इनको अगर डिसीजन इन लोगों ने अगर डिसाइड किया है कि हमको एक दूसरे पसंद है तो वो लोग क्या करेंगे तो अठारह साल होने तक रुकवा लेंगे ना हम लोग हाँ समझाएंगे हम लोग अठारह साल होने तक फिर तुम्हारा जो है डिसीजन तुम लोग ले लो उसको तो नहीं ना फिर वो गलत कदम उठाने नहीं देना है जो घूमना फिरना है वो कर लो लेकिन गलत कदम नहीं उठा Professor Pandey, India versus Bharat, really in a sense that debate over the age of consent. We heard their parents, uh, young mothers, making the point that till 18, the parents know what's best for them. Is that a reality? You think is sometimes ignored by women's activists, uh, by maybe the NCPCR who've been pushing for this. You know, Sonia, I don't know. I've worked in Lucknow all my life, and I've worked with students at the university for almost 25 years, and they come from all around the Mufassil towns and deep villages. You know, I really marvel at the fact that how disconnected are we if we think that all students are studying in, uh, you know, co-ed schools. Look at the schools in the villages in Uttar Pradesh. The girls study separately, the boys study separately. Where are these mixed schools that you're talking about? And you know, look at look at what is happening. Look how deeply entrenched the patriarchy is. Look at the cultural uh, scenario in our villages. And if you're lowering this at 16. Uh, in any case those girls you're giving the freedom to the boys to be now uh, getting in more and more in touch with uh, girls and thinking more and more about having sex whereas at that time girls are in the process of trying to build their lives to to educate themselves and be ready for life at 18 i mean most of us i think are agreeing that 18 is a good enough age mm -hmm. what is the reason for lowering it and i really have a fear that if you're going to lower the age then you are going to it is the onus of proving that it was not consensual will always fall on the girl in india it will take many many years before we were going to start putting the onus for such things on boys so it, sonia it really needs to be very deeply thought and i don't think girls are ready at 16 definitely not from the villages they come to do their ba uh, courses it's so amazing how uh, what level of innocence and how naive they can be about things Exactly. And then to be allowing them at sixteen, a girl is just in class ten. In fact, Nina and I If come in here because we find them naive. Because uh, Nina and I, because we come because looking at uh, for, uh, leaving aside this, looking at the specific law for protection of children against sexual abuse, and one of the main issues was about child prostitution, about children. I mean, uh, we are saying here that uh, you know it's all right with sixteen to eighteen, but what if it's a forty-year-old professor? Will the law make a separate provision if the man is much older than the girl who's involved? See, what about if it's a, if it's a young sexual. boy in, involved in a in a relationship? Yes, I mean, uh, currently, it's illegal uh, under eighteen. If a young boy is preyed upon by an older man. what are the what are the other issues that will come up if this uh, age is actually lowered see the uh, yeah if they if they lower the age age of consent to 16 they will have to make some changes in the child protect the child sexual uh, you know pro protection of children against sexual offenses act also and won't what undercut the whole point I mean, what the actually dilute that bill consent if they are going to be won't that dilute that that law Definitely, which is a very tough yeah, law yeah, for protection of children because that's what we are seeing that's Yeah, but look, look at the very tough law. Can you look at the boy, boys and boy and a girl are exploring and you know going into that kind of a relationship? Can you ima imagine a boy who, even if the girl had consented, having five years of imprisonment, ten, eight years of imprisonment? Very, 
it's quite stringent so let's educate our boys and girls let us put them on the career path let us educate them but when such uh, instances occur i think we must leave it to the judiciary to decide what the girl has to say was it consensual then maybe we can take a more lenient view of the boy because now what happens boys and girls sometimes go away together have some relationships some kind of a uh, you know case is put on the boy and so we are seeing more and so more yeah. of that that's what even women rights activists are bringing to our notice harish see that across the country harish salve you wanted to so comment on other the boys and girls let's yeah. say the marriage act child no, marriage is 18 clear. harish salve also caused the point let's keep it the, at 18 the, the, on any of the cash incentives on harish salve you want to comment but also that point on lowering then the juvenile age for crime like rape and murder do you support that then if this happens see uh, juvenile uh, re- reducing the age of juvenile is exactly in the opposite direction mm-hmm. in fact these two laws don't run at par one is a boy who's committing an offense and the other is a, a, a case of a girl giving consent i can understand if the women activists were to argue that do away with statutory rape in other words at any age consent should be a defense mm-hmm. what about a 14 year old what about a 15 year old so if you, the moment you accept the principle that there are certain ages below which the law will presume that this person is incapable of giving a consent of the kind that is required to indulge in sex mm-hmm. then logically 18 has to be that age because if that is the age where you consent to be married that is the age where you consent to have sex how can we delink these two and lowering the marriage age to 16 i think will be the biggest health disaster for women mm-hmm. i do realize the arguments of sociologists saying that don't criminalize this kind of an activity but then the downside of decriminalizing an activity of sexual consent and of uh, sexual activity at young ages has a huge downside and i'm this is what i'm saying you do not have enough material mm-hmm. of how many cases of rape have we seen of young consenting <coughs> teenagers who have fallen foul of the law because of the age and in how many cases are we seeing of girls with older men mm-hmm. in fact uh, so uh, that is why i'm saying this decision making process is heavily flawed i don't know whether we have the sufficient data we need to lower the age see 18 is when you are lowering an age you are doing something which can danger you're preserving the age of 18 now you're lowering the age of 18 you must have cogent material to suggest that lowering this age will not imperil the girl though of course uh, what is the greater danger yes. Yes. imperiling so the border imperiling the girl indra imperiling Jais- the girl remember as indra jaising pointed out it was actually 16 till just uh, till 2012 it was actually 16 but avnita beat the point which is often being raised found to be not good enough the point which has been often raised that about that is why it was changed yes the point which has often been raised and this was raised in the context of juveniles and how old they are when they commit a crime and whether the delhi gang rape accused was old enough to know what he is doing the issue was at the age uh, age when a person at a, when a child attains puberty is get, becoming much much lower because of a better diet because of uh, advancements Correct. we see now that p- girls and boys are attaining puberty It's much earlier it's a completely different set of factors so yes but in that yeah. sense see, that when you when we talk you are judging whether you are see you may be at a much younger yes. age capable of making up your mind to commit an offense you are old enough at 12 or 13 or 14 to know i should not be doing this mm-hmm. why was why does the law say juveniles below a particular age will not be tried juveniles of a particular age band will not be tried by a regular court 
because we went on the premise that a person of that age was incapable of committing a crime or a person of, of slightly more but yet below yes. the uh, age of full uh, commissioning of crime was somehow mentally not fully all there. Now that is very different. You are good enough, you are old enough to know good from bad. We are now dealing with consent being given by the vulnerable gender. So, Avnita Peer, yes, Avnita Peer, a yes. principal of Podar School, that point I wanted to make to you. When you see young girls and boys attaining puberty much earlier, how, mu how much more difficult does it seem when we talk about the reality, at least in your school or in schools in uh, Mumbai, co-ed schools, when we talk about this whole issue of age of consent? Yes, Sonia, I think uh, physically, yes, they are attaining they are attaining puberty much earlier, but I don't know whether they have the maturity to, to take decisions regarding their body, their lives, uh, and, and the consequences of that. And, and I think that is my major concern. Uh, you know, uh, without consent or with consent, I think, um, you know, at that age to indulge in an activity like that is dangerous for the for the health of the, uh, of the but individual. But as a principal and in a I, Mumbai school, isn't yes. it true that it, uh, sexual activity is actually happening even at lower than 16, we've seen this in so many cases being reported across metros, uh, and I'll stress metros, in many schools at the age of uh, when pe right. pe children are having sexual activities even 14. lower than 16. So does it imply in a sense that the adults or the administrators are out of touch with what's happening there? Uh, no, I, I wouldn't say that it's happening only in metros. I, I, I think this is uh, something that would be across the country. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's not just metrocentric. I don't agree there. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's about uh, maturity of, uh, of the individual. I mean, and, and, and puberty happening earlier is not just for uh, girls in schools. It's happening uh, even in rural areas. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it is to do with, uh, it's to do with how you deal with it. So. Uh, uh, maybe in schools, yes, um, you know, where they have access and greater freedom, uh, there has to be, you know, some kind of checks and alerts and, uh, you know, maybe educating the children. That's very important. Right. I wanted to add one thing very clearly yes. here. You know, the real issues which are at stake here are A, health. B, as Harish was also saying, exploitation. Who's going to be exploited in this entire bargain? This experimentation process vis-a-vis -vis exploitation of the female sex which in any case one is trying to protect in today's day and age and will continue to do so and definitely metrocentric there's no i mean in the rural areas we don't there is no access so this entire concept of experimentation at an earlier age it no, doesn't does work that, but does that make sense that because you're keeping them away from each other or you're keeping a segregated schools we're seeing that even in rural no, areas no, my argument is not that no my I argument is not keep them separate but the current reality is this concept of living together or sleeping no, together is something which is a very small percentage only to possibly so, the metros so don't turn this into a reality for all of India which is not ready to face this entire proposition at this so point of course of as I said again the Justice Barma committee did actually recommend this as well but it's an interesting debate let's see what happens the cabinet may well decide not to take a call or not to actually change the current situation but of course remember one bizarre thing that in many including Mumbai and Delhi you can't drink till you're 25 but if this goes through sexual consent will be 16. So, a bizarre contradiction right there. Thank you all very much. Uh, Harish Salve, Amita Beer, uh, Professor Pandey, Pinky Anand and Nina Nayak for joining me tonight. But we'll go across to our other big exclusive tonight and that's of course the interview with the Chief Minister of Uttar Pradesh, Akhilesh Yadav. Before that, the latest on the post-mortem report that murdered DSP Zia ul Haq. The report says, and this actually buttresses those and his wife's claim that this was a conspiracy. They say that he was beaten before being shot dead. Let's just go across. Rahul Srivastav speaks to Akhilesh Yadav, the Chief Minister of Uttar Pradesh.
After three killings, and especially the killing of a deputy superintendent of police in the Kunda area, the law and order situation in Uttar Pradesh is once again in question. Joining me now is Akhilesh Yadav, the young chief minister of Uttar Pradesh, who was voted to power sometime around similar time in March last year on one promise, that you will change the law and order and the perception about the law and order in the Samajwadi Party government. Uh, और मैं समझता हूं कि आज ही के दिन समाजवादी पार्टी को बहुमत मिला था और जहां तक कानून व्यवस्था का सवाल है समाजवादी पार्टी ने लगातार कोशिश की है कि कानून व्यवस्था बेहतर हो और जिन मुद्दों को जनता के बीच में रखा चुनाव घोषणा पत्र और जनता के बीच में इस बात होगा कि भ्रष्टाचार कम होगा कानून व्यवस्था पर नियंत्रण होगा और सरकार ने कदम भी उठाए हैं कोई घटना उत्तर प्रदेश में हुई होगी तो समाजवादी पार्टी की सरकार में कड़ी से कड़ी कार्रवाई की है एफआई दर्ज करने का मामला रहा होगा कोई कितना बड़ा भी रहा होगा अगर पार्टी के विधायक से भी कहीं गलती हुई है तो उस पर भी केस दर्ज हुआ है इस बार कोई ये नहीं कह सकता कि समाजवादी पार्टी के कार्यकर्ता या समाजवादी पार्टी के नेता कहीं भी कानून व्यवस्था खराब करने में शामिल है ये जो घटना हुई इसके लिए पूरा का पूरा सरकार दुखी है मैं समझता हूं किसी ने भी इस घटना के बारे में और इस घटना को लेकर के कोई टिप्पणी की हो लेकिन समाजवादियों ने ही कहा कि पूरा का पूरा एस्पेक्ट ठोस काम होगा और इस बात को भी कहा कि कार्रवाई सख्ती से होगी और मैं मौके पे भी गया जो परिवार ने खोया सीओ उनके परिवार से मिला उनकी पत्नी से मिला मैं जो जो उन्होंने डिमांड रखी थी सरकार से पहली बिंदु से लेकर के आखिरी बिंदु तक उन्होंने कहा कि सीबीआई से जांच होनी चाहिए सरकार ने स्वीकार कर लिया और जो भी बात उन्होंने रखी उन सब बातों को समाजवादी पार्टी की सरकार ने स्वीकार किया राजा भैया आज सुबह आज सुबह में दो वो प्रधान एक प्रधान और प्रधान का भाई जिनकी हत्या हुई उनके परिवार के बीच में भी गया जो घटना हुई वो दुखद थी प्रधान की हत्या होती है पुलिस मौके पर जाती है और सीओबी घटना को बढ़े ना घटना रुके और नियंत्रण हो कानून व्यवस्था इसलिए सीओ गए थे वहां जी और उसी में जो घटना हुई वो सीओ की भी जान चली गई तो पहली बात तो ये कि कोई ये आरोप नहीं लगा सकता कि उत्तर प्रदेश की पुलिस को कानून व्यवस्था बनाने के लिए या कानून व्यवस्था को ठीक रखने के लिए कोई रोकता है आपका कहने का मतलब है कि जियाउल हक जी वहां कानून व्यवस्था को ठीक करने पहुंचे थे और सही समय पर पहुंच गए थे उसके बाद जो हुआ वो दुर्भाग्यपूर्ण हाँ बहुत दुर्भाग्यपूर्ण इसलिए भी हुआ कि सीओ की जान चली गई और प्रधान के एक भाई की उसकी भी जान चली गई तो जो सीओ की जान गई उसके लिए भी पूरा का पूरा निंदा की हम लोगों ने कि यह घटना नहीं होनी चाहिए थी किस तरह से आप कहेंगे क्योंकि पहला का आरोप यह आ रहा है आप पे कि आप राजा भैया को शील्ड कर रहे हैं यू आर यूर शील्डिंग राजा भैया इन दिस केस द ऑपोजिशन मायावती जी एंड ऑल आर सेंग दैट यू आर शील्डिंग हिम वाई शुड बी अरेस्टेड देखिए विपक्ष विपक्ष के लोग और विपक्षी पार्टी के लोग इस बात को तो उठाएंगे Hello? और कहीं ना कहीं जो दिखाई दे रहा है आंदोलन या दिखाई दे रहा है कुछ जगह पर जहां लोग निकल के आए हैं वो विपक्षी पार्टी के लोग ही हैं उनको चिन्हित किया पहचाना भी है लोगों ने और जानकारी भी दी है उस पहलू पे मैं बहुत बहस नहीं करता लेकिन कोई ये आरोप लगा दे कि समाजवादी पार्टी कदम नहीं उठा रही है किसी को बचाने की कोशिश कर रही है ये संभव सरकार में नहीं है बट विल यू बी हैव योर गवर्नमेंट है स्टमक to act against raja bhaiya the case is yet to go to the taken over by the cbi raja bhaiya ka naam aane ke baad jab tehreer di gayi 
और तहरीर में इस बात को लिखा गया कि राजा भैया और राजा भैया के लोग इसमें शामिल हैं उसके बाद दूसरी सुबह राजा भैया ने इस्तीफा दे दिया और उनसे इस्तीफा उनका स्वीकार कर दिया गया कैबिनेट में वो नहीं है मैंने पूछा था शाम को उनके एक साथी से मैंने कहा था कि माहौल ऐसा है कि राजा भैया को इस्तीफा दे देना चाहिए उन्होंने उसका स्वीकार किया और सुबह उन्होंने इस्तीफा भी दे दिया इतनी जल्दी किसी पार्टी ने कोई काम किया हो तो बता दीजिए सरकार ने कोई ऐसा बिंदु छोड़ा हो जिसपे एक्ट न की हो सरकार उसके उन परिवार के घर में गए हम लोग किस माहौल खराब में गए लोग पुलिस ने एलआईओ ने और हमारी पार्टी के लोगों ने मना किया कि आप मत जाइए उनके घर पर लेकिन उनकी पहली डिमांड ये थी कि मुख्यमंत्री उनके घर पर पहुंचे तो मैं गया उन्हें उनके घर पर गया जो सीबीआई को केस दिया है उसमें भी हम लोगों ने उन्हीं का कहना माना है उनके परिवार के लोगों ने कहा कि सीबीआई से जांच होनी थी हमने स्वीकार किया सीबीआई से जांच और जो सीबीआई को सहयोग चाहिए होगा सरकार की तरफ से पूरी ईमानदारी से सरकार सहयोग करेगी द गवर्नमेंट विल नॉट ट्राई टू प्रोटेक्ट राजा भैया आफ्टरऑल ही लेंस क्रूशल सपोर्ट टू योर पार्टी देखिए जहां तक राजा भैया का सवाल है वो पार्टी में नहीं है पार्टी के सदस्य नहीं है दूसरा जब उनका नाम आया एक सेकेंड भी नहीं लगा सरकार को स्वीकार करने का इस्तीफा और मैं इस बात को भरोसा दिला सकता हूं केस क्योंकि ट्रांसफर मैं सोचता हूं 48 घंटे में हो गया ट्रांसफर और हमने सरकार की तरफ से लिखकर के दी कि सीबीआई जांच करेगी जो सहयोग सीबीआई को चाहिए होगा जांच को और किसी स्तर की मदद समाजवादी पार्टी की सरकार पूरी ईमानदारी से मदद करेगी अखिलेश अखिलेश यादव दे उत्तर प्रदेश यंग चीफ मिनिस्टर फेसिंग अ टफ चैलेंज नो एक्शन अगेंस्ट राजा भैया बट ही सेज द गिल्टी will not be spared we'll take a quick break now after that well one of the world's strongest voices against america president hugo chavez is dead he dies of cancer he was 58 quick look at that after the break